In KHSU's studios today, on Studio A, we have Thad Greenson, uh, news editor for the North Coast Journal, and Jennifer Famico, Cahill, editor of everything else for the North Coast Journal. <laughs> so on the cover today, we're not going to go too deeply into it, Thad, but you guys are looking at, uh, at some of the firearm restrictions. Yeah, it's um, it's actually a story by uh, Cal Matters, which is a nonprofit journalism outfit um, that covers kind of all things California, mostly government focused. And um, we are a, a member uh, or a partner organization with them. And so we ran their story and localized it a little bit with some Humboldt County specific data, but it is essentially looking at um, the myriad of gun laws in California and whether or not they are effective. Okay. All right, so that, that is the cover story. We're going to move on a little bit because there kind of was a bombshell that hit Humboldt County uh, a couple of days ago in the, in the form of the Humboldt County Harbor Commission. Yeah, the Harbor District kind of blindsided everybody Friday afternoon, um, announcing a special meeting on Monday um, at which they were going to enter into a lease with a um, Norwegian company, uh, Nordic Aqua Farms. Um, for the pulp mill site, which they have has kind of been an albatross around the Harbor District's neck for some years now since they uh, ducked in and kind of saved the bay from looming environmental catastrophe. Right, because if, if people don't remember, there were these tanks full of the uh, the chemicals and liquors that were used for the pulp mill process just sitting there. Failing. Failing and waiting to do massive damage. Mm-hmm. And so that was a, that was a feel-good... relatively feel-good story for the Bay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The the district swooped in and leveraged EPA funds and stuff to do a full cleanup of the site. Now, um, what what happened this last week? Uh, There's there's some uh, interest and excitement, but there's also some concern... and some que- a lot of questions. A lot of questions for sure. Um, so yeah, the short of it is that the district entered into a 30-year lease for the Pulp Mill property um, with the with uh, Nordic Aqua Farms, which is a f- pretty large-scale fish farming company, um, and they have plans to uh, to farm 25,000 tons a year of fish out on the peninsula, um, which would then act as their West Coast hub and uh, bring farmed fish to market all through the West Coast. And they are actually underway on a East Coast operation that has seen some controversy and is not, it is not up and running yet. It is not yet. No, I think they're about a year into construction there. Um, And yeah, it's in a small town in Maine and that has been controversial on a variety of fronts. Um, And I think it's also important to recognize there's a lot of really substantial differences between the two sites. Um, I mean, the most noteworthy is is the site in Maine is kind of in the midst of a neighborhood. It's not isolated out on a peninsula on its own. So there's a lot of neighborhood concerns there. Um, And and this is an industrial site that had been dumping effluent out into the bay and potentially could be a, a much, well, I'm, ass, I'm assuming a much cleaner uh, water discharge, hopefully. Than the pulp mill? Than the pulp mill. Yes, I think I think everybody expects <laughs> and will demand that. Um, and yeah, it's easy to see from the company standpoint why this is really a perfect site. Um, they were saying that, you know, they searched for sites all over the West Coast um, and they had a, a few needs. They need abundant power sources, abundant fresh water, clean water, and uh, an outflow to the ocean. Okay, um, so great. 80 jobs and big construction, hard hats everywhere. Everybody should be happy, right? Oh, not so fast. Okay. <laughs> the, because this thing has come together so quickly um, and there's no, really no public review process at all for these plans, um, 
you know, we still don't know a whole lot about what Nordic Aquafarms is going to do. Um, we know that they have, um, it's these on-ground um, fish farm tanks, and they have kind of a modular setup, so they're basically going to take similar uh, modules to the ones they have um, operating in Norway um, and construct them here. But we don't have a lot of information about what the outflow is going to look like. They, they have up to 6 million gallons of the right to discharge up to 6 million gallons of water into the ocean. Um, but we don't know exactly what the, the quality control standards are on those. Um, we don't know what type of fish feed they're going to be using, which is, you know, an environmental concern with, uh, with farmed fish. And... Also, there's the question of why was this a surprise, right? I mean, I, I, I re, in reading your piece that's in, in this week's journal, part of this is just about the timing and possibly secrecy. Yeah, so unfortunately, the, the Harbor District did not get back to us on this this kind of central question. Um, we emailed uh, Larry Odker, the director there, and uh, got no responses at press time. But... Um, you know, I suspect with lease negotiations and stuff like that, there there is, you know, ostensibly some need for secrecy. They don't want to um, tip their hand if there was other people interested in leasing this property. But um, I know that's the concern to a lot of local environmental groups um, and the commercial fishing industry is just kind of saying, look, why didn't we get a chance to look at the draft lease? Why didn't we get a chance to hear a presentation from Nordic Aqua Farms, ask them questions, kind of go through a typical public process? Um, now, the, the CEO or the founder of Nordic Aqua Farms has made very clear, you know, this will go through a full CEQA environmental review process as well as coastal development permit process. And they, you know, they say there will be other, plenty of other opportunities for both the disclosure of a lot more information about the project and the public to weigh in, comment, ask questions. And so it's really the timing of this lease, this real estate deal that, that had some questions. Also, though, there, the fishing community uh, mm -hmm. was, was out in force to... to voice their concerns. Yeah, before the uh, the uh, Harbor District um, went into closed session on Monday to sign the lease, um, they heard from a number of commercial fishermen who expressed a lot of concerns, um, both about wh why is the district kind of out courting um, uh, other, you know, other customers or other uh, leasees when the commercial fishing fleet alleges it's not doing due diligence as far as dredging channels and keeping up the harbor, harbor infrastructure um, that the fishing fleet really depends on. But then they're also saying kind of you're doing all this and you're bringing in a competitor. You know, we, we catch fish, we sell fish, and here's a company that's coming in to farm fish and sell fish. Right, so. and the, the response from the, from the company representative was these are two different, two different products. Yeah, and he, he was kind of speaking specific to salmon, but he was saying absolutely that uh, wild-caught salmon, there's no comparison with farmed salmon. It has a different taste, a different texture, a much different price point. Um, and it's really serving two different markets. And so what Nordic Aqua Farms has said is that, you know, we're really in com competition with other farmed fish. We're not um, in competition with wild-caught fish. And, you know, really what we're trying to do is stem the tide of, of imports of farmed fish being imported into the United States, which obviously comes with a huge carbon footprint because most of it's flown in, stuff like that. And you, you did talk to the environmental, some some. Some voices in the mm -hmm. environmental community. I see Jen Colt um, weighed in. Some. Mm -hmm. um, what what are what are they saying? Um, I think they are very eager to see more information. Is the main thing. You know, I think that um, they realize that this has the potential to be a fairly environmentally benign. Um, presence on the peninsula. Uh, certainly when you look at kind of the toxic legacy of the pulp mill and stuff like that, comparatively, this is really attractive. But as I think uh, Jen Colt said, the devil is really in the details. And so they really want to see some um, 
you know, really scientific uh, reports from right. the from Nordic Aqua Farms of what those discharges are going to look like, what feed they're going to be using, like, that yeah, kind that, of stuff. And that is definitely the, the, the dynamic tension on projects like this and like mm -hmm. wind is that there is, um, you know, there's definitely a, an, a green benefit to this, but... Mm -hmm. you know, what, you know, what, what's all on the fringes. So. Absolutely. And I think it's important to recognize that there might be a net green benefit. Um, when you look at the, uh, the distribution of farmed fish throughout the West coast versus it being flown in from, um, from, you know, overseas and stuff versus a, you know, somewhat negative environmental impact on Humboldt Locally, County. Right. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it's possible that, right. you know, those are going to be the forces. They, could, they could exist. They yeah. could exist. Well, it's a great, it's a great piece. And I, this is going to be a long-term project for you guys, you and Kim, uh, yes. Kim Ware. So uh, be the first of many. For years, I'm sure. First of many. Um, thanks a lot to Thad Greenson from the North Coast Journal.